for me, part of that complexity can be that the external desire is there, this like pushing out desire is there, but that inner fire to provoke you into action might be missing. And we can find ourselves beating ourselves up about this lack of action and that can compound the situation of course because criticizing ourselves and through that criticism we actually start to build another layer of resistance around ourselves it becomes something else something extra that we have to move through in order to make the change actually happen Welcome to season nine of the podcast that's all about deepening our self-awareness with profound self-compassion. I'm Henny. I write, coach and speak about how making changes in our inner world can transform how we experience our outer world, all founded on a bedrock of self-love. Settle in and listen and see where the episode takes you. external desire, inner fire. Today's episode is all about how we can be drawn by things we think we want, but they can sometimes seem impossible to attain. It feels particularly fitting to be recording this right at the very beginning of January. And if you're on the mailing list, then you'll know you'll have uh, received a message from me today, in fact, about the fact that I was feeling very quiet, um, wasn't necessarily being kind of drawn into action. Um, And I felt it was kind of as a result or as a response to a lot of the noise and the busyness that often happens at this time of year. It's almost like I um like a sort of seesaw effect. As the noise increases around me, I tend to get quieter. Um, I don't know if that resonates with you too. Um, But actually, as an outcome of writing to all the wonderful people who are part of this community, and if you want to be part of the community and get these emails too, then just come and sign up on the website, which is hennyflynn.co.uk. But as as a result of sending that message out, it actually inspired me to... Uh, ease myself back into doing this beautiful work you know this work that I absolutely love and um, and so here I am recording a fresh episode of the podcast for you and I really hope you enjoy these musings it was actually something that I wrote or thought about um, towards the end of last year and Like I say, it just feels particularly fitting, actually, to be returning to it right at the beginning of a new year, because so often we start to see this time at the beginning of January, of course, as a time of change. Um, There's often a lot of uh, guidance, advice, um, sometimes, you know, instruction around what we should be doing or how to create changes in a really positive way in our lives. Um, But this episode is more about 
how we can be drawn by things we think we want, but they can sometimes seem impossible to attain. And and I define that as being external desire needs to be matched by inner fire in order for those changes to manifest. So I'm going to take you on a little thought ramble now as we explore this idea. And as ever, I hope that it sparks some thoughts for you. I'd love to hear from you and and I'd love to hear from everybody um, as you share your reflections with me. And, you know, you can always just email me henny at hennyflynn.co.uk Um even just as a sounding board for yourself, um, even if you, you're not really looking for a response directly from me. Um, I'm very, very happy to receive your messages. And let's, let's dive in. So, so one way of um, beginning this uh, exploration is to think about times where you might have wanted to change jobs, for example, um, or or get out of any kind of situation where you're um, consistently participating in a particular environment, but it just doesn't feel like it's serving you anymore. So if we think about this in terms of work, we might find ourselves often retelling the same story of how we should be doing something else. Um, We might even use language like we hate what we're doing um, or that we really just want to move on. But year after year, we find ourselves still working in the same way at the same place with the same people. But there's an important point about that phrase, working in the same way. And that's really what I want to focus on today. Because often the change that's needed isn't about where we work or even who we work with, but it's actually about how we work. Or to be even clearer, it's about how we're framing how we work, how we're framing that relationship that we have with that workplace and we may even find that learning to love where we are can become part of our inner work of learning to love who we are. Seeing what it teaches us, how we can keep deepening our self-awareness through that experience until we actually get to a point where perhaps we understand why choices we've made in the past have brought ourselves to this place in our life. And from there, change can start to feel much more possible. And my personal experience and the experience that I have with so many clients is that often once we've learned to love, and I'm putting kind of inverted commas around that word, Once we've learned to love the thing that we are resisting, we're then able to release it sufficiently that we can move on. So in this context, the word love might feel a bit too big. 
I mean it in the sense that we're no longer endlessly in judgment over the thing, whatever it is, the job or the place that we live or the relationship that um, that we're in. We reach a place where we can be with it without it triggering the resistance, the tension, the frustration, whatever it might be for you. And when I was reflecting on this, uh, that phrase, if you love something, let it go, kept reverberating around my head. And my feeling is that that phrase gets turned on its head. So it becomes, if you want to let something go, learn to love it. However, this also comes with a health warning as clearly there are times when we need to make change happen more quickly. So if we're in any way unsafe in a situation, then we need to listen to the guidance of our inner voice and take the steps, access the support we need and move ourselves safely, purposefully, effectively away from whatever is putting us at risk. But in those cases where we know that part of us knows we need to make a change but we can't quite find our way through and we essentially just start to feel stuck maybe some of the following thoughts and reflections might resonate with you or they might spark a brand new thought or a reflection or an action for you so there's another kind of aspect to this as well in terms of the health warning. Um, so if you're at risk of burnout, I see this again, I see it a lot with clients and with people who come and speak with me, um, where there's a sense that they are at risk of burnout, then really listen to your body. I mean, often the very fact that somebody's um, chosen to book in uh, for a, a discovery call with me is often, for me, a marker that intuitively they know that something really needs to change for their own benefit, for their own well-being. So listen to those cues that um, your body is giving you, that your own actions are giving you, and take the steps that you need to support yourself in restoring your health and your well-being sufficiently that you're able to clearly think through what will most serve you in this time. Because part of the challenge, of course, is that once we're caught in that cyclical trap of wanting something else but not knowing how to get there, it can become overwhelming. And we can start to feel as though it, change just is no longer possible. So the steps that we might need to take in that kind of situation could include taking a break from work or or even taking a sabbatical if that's available to you. Um, speaking to a trusted ally in the workplace who'll listen, truly listen, and will help you create some ease in your situation. And of course, connect with a coach like me or, or with a counsellor who can help you disentangle what's going on so you can see what action to take with greater clarity. It's basically that thing that helps you just create a bit of distance from your experience in order that you can look at it with some perspective. And 
And I think this also applies to relationships as well. You know, if you've ever been in a relationship with someone and you know that relationship isn't serving you and potentially isn't serving them either, but you've stayed because you haven't been able to see a way through, then, you know, welcome to the club. You know, so many of us have been in that place. You know, perhaps friends or family have heard you talk and urged you just to get out, but they don't necessarily understand the complexity of the situation. And for me, part of that complexity can be that the external desire is there, this like pushing out desire is there, but that inner fire to provoke you into action might be missing. And we can find ourselves beating ourselves up about this lack of action and that can compound the situation, of course, because criticising ourselves and through that criticism, we actually start to build another layer of resistance around ourselves. It becomes something else, something extra that we have to move through in order to make the change actually happen. And it can become a vicious cycle. Um, and I've heard myself go through this too. And and actually, <laughs> being completely honest, get to that point where I became so bored with my own voice about the changes that I wanted to, to make, but never seemed to actually find the, the inner fire to make them happen. I got so bored with hearing myself talk about it to friends and family that I actually stopped speaking about the changes I thought I wanted and instead internalised the frustration that I felt. And of course, when we do that, those emotions, because they're fierce, those emotions, they get lodged in our bodies. And that tension builds and the inner fire can actually get further dampened. And so we become even more stuck. But the really vital thing to remember is that this fire, this inner fire, will never fully go out. We cannot extinguish this inner flame. It is always there for us. We simply need to learn how to fuel it. And the means by which each of us fuels that inner fire will be different, of course. Um, but one of the things I often hear is a desire to be more disciplined. And actually, even as I say that, I've heard myself use that word before as well. And it's a really common way of subtly inflicting a wound on ourselves. So, you know, if only I was more disciplined can be another way of saying, if only I wasn't so lazy, which is clearly extremely judgmental. So I don't know if you've ever felt that. I know I have, um, even though I also know that I'm a hard worker and I'm someone who can get things done when I really want to. I have also carried a story that... Um, the thing that stopped me making changes in the past was that I was lazy or that I was incompetent. I wasn't capable. Um, in the case of jobs, nobody would want me um, because I wasn't good enough. So 
that's those stories can become ways of weaponizing the challenges that we're experiencing and they just serve to keep us where we are and it's this place which is where this external desire meets the inner fire this place of discipline I suppose because for me I think discipline sits side by side with motivation it's really hard to have the former without the latter so understanding our motivational drivers becomes a really powerful way to connect with what fires us up to take action and And I also really strongly believe that this is where working with someone who can help you sort things through can be so powerful because often it's only when we're talking something through out loud that we can really hear what's going on in our own head and what's going on in our own heart and hear the wisdom from our own belly. Um, Because, you know, this first step toward making change is always about self-awareness. And, you know, spoiler alert, with self-compassion, of course. So, so we begin by looking inward and then we look outward. So if any of this is resonating with you, uh, one approach is to see what there may be going on in your own life right now or in the past, because sometimes, often, I think, actually, it can be a lot easier to look back because we've got all the benefits of perspective and hindsight, and and to explore where you may have experienced the external desire to make change without the inner fire, and to explore what are the times when that inner fire has driven you forward maybe toward things you never even knew you wanted. And I say again, the vital thing, of course, is always to do this work with compassion, never with judgment, simply to see. Now, one approach that you might enjoy doing, and it feels, um, it's a lovely exercise to do at any point of transition, is to map um this in some way so you might like to do a timeline uh, across your life you know across your adult life and to plot you know where are the times where you remember you really really wanted to make a change but it just didn't feel possible you you know and, and in the language of this podcast episode you recognize that you just didn't have that inner fire and then to look at times where you had this like powerful inner fire this powerful motivation that pushed you forward like I said perhaps to things that you might not have fully expected you were going to do um and one other kind of point around this idea of external desire is remembering that sometimes that sense of the external desire might not always belong to you. So sometimes we think we want something because we're carrying a story or a belief or a pattern 
or a desire that actually belongs to an old version of us, or perhaps it belongs to someone else, uh, or to an idealised version of us that we've created through our familial, cultural or social experience. So for me, one of those stories, actually, I mean, just reflecting in this moment on this, you know, I went to university partly because my mum, who was extraordinarily bright and uh, did her A-levels at the age of 16 because she was two years ahead of herself at school, didn't go to university. And all her life, she really wished that she had. And so I went. I was actually carrying a story that belonged to her. And it actually, when I was there there was quite a lot of resistance inside me. I didn't have that inner fire. I didn't have that inner motivation that really pushed me forward into um, wanting to excel at university, wanting to work hard at university. Ultimately, I'm very glad I went and I'm very glad that I had all the experiences that I had. But it wasn't actually something that truly fully belonged to me. So there might be some things like that that you notice if you do this this timeline or you can do it as a mind map, you know, whatever whatever approach works for you. Because without that inner motivation, manifesting external desires um, can become an exercise in futility. So if we think about it in terms of making changes in our lives, manifesting external desires can become this exercise in futility or can feel like we're wading through treacle or we're endlessly having to knock down walls in our effort to move forward. And softening into what we're noticing is and can be, but for me is, a far more powerful way of making progress asking always what truly serves me here what will fuel my fire so again coming back to the fact that I'm sharing this episode right at the very beginning of 2023 I invite you to let these ideas percolate around any shoulds or musts or oughts that you might be noticing, um, any sort of things that you feel you, yeah, you should, must, ought to be doing and just check in with yourself. Is there that inner fire? Is there that motivation to make that change happen? And if there isn't, then perhaps explore what could help you create the level of motivation that is going to help you fuel the action that you need in order to make the change. And and maybe that is getting the support of somebody who can walk beside you. And of course, I'm here. So if this feels like something where you want to talk things through you can book in for a session with me if you know it's just a one-off session or if you're considering having um, 
a coaching program to help you with a longer, deeper change, then book in for a discovery call with me. Everything's on the website. It's really easy to do. And I would love to talk to you. Um, and, you know, and and equally, if it just feels like you need to sit with uh, the idea of the changes that you need to make and, and help yourself just soften into that and create a bit of distance in order to understand uh, what might be driving that external desire, um, then then give yourself permission to do that. We, we often get trapped in this uh, illusion of busyness as being, you know, the, the way we should be um, and often actually coming into quietness and stillness can be so much more effective, you know, step away step away from where we feel the resistance and and I think with that comes um, perhaps a kind of deepening awareness of that inner fire and really listening to that you know that that sort of deep part of us that for me sits deep inside my belly and just see what what's really drawing your attention um, once some of the noise has subsided. Um, great. Well, um, I hope you enjoyed that uh, exploration. We sort of touched on lots of different things. And, and really, as with all of these episodes, the intent is to share some thought starters with you just to see where it takes your own thinking and like I said at the beginning if you'd like to share some of your thoughts or or challenge you know share some questions challenge then please do you know and come and find me on the Henny Flynn group on Facebook or Henny underscore Flynn on Instagram too or you can always email me all right my darlings I send you a hug and a wave 